0: what's up buffalo fanatics josh allen here just wanted to say uh go bills
2: ladies and gentlemen it's your boy back at it again welcome to another edition of the rico report brought to you by the buffalo fanatics the number one podcast bills podcast for fans cited let's go folks we got a good one today man sometimes i honestly i i ask myself what the hell am i gonna talk about today and honestly, I sit there and just kind of like go in my in my in my in my room. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, hey, what's going on? We can sit here and talk about the bills and the bills and the bills all day, fam. It gets it gets kind of like, you know what I mean? We're regurgitating stuff. But we're gonna change things up a little bit. But I'm joined by a special guest. I'm not just gonna do this by myself today. So I'm joined by a special guest. Uh this is uh one of our, our dear writers. You know what I'm saying? From the writing squad, right? The BF. I mean, we were in all avenues, man. We got a fantastic writing team, and without further ado, let me bring my man Kyrie. My man Kyrie, welcome to the Rico Report, my man. What's good, baby?
1: Blessings, blessings. Rico, what's happening? How we doing tonight? I'm doing well, baby. Let's
2: go, man. Listen, I'm excited to have you on because sure. we we have such a, a, a diverse writing squad, right? We have comedic pieces, we have historians, and everything in between, mm-hmm. um, and. My man kyrie doesn't just come from a background of just writing right he used to play ball back in the day so i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you glo- i don't want to say gloat but i'm gonna let you glow a little bit where where did you play ball and and uh and where where where'd you grow up what's what's going on man let people know about you man
1: no doubt so you know for first of all i appreciate you bringing me on rico you know it's been appreciate you coming up we this has been in, for y'all out there this has been in the making for some time so you know, it's fine. It's great to finally be on. But you know, a little bit about myself. Born and raised, you know, forty-five minutes outside of uh, Orchard Park in uh, Lockport, New York. Um, you know, was a football player from the time I was in seventh grade until you know my senior year of college. So I uh, I started out. You know, I played at Lockport High School, and you know, it was fun, man. We we had a great time there. You know, my senior year, we won a division title, and then you know, got to parlay that to you know playing division one for a year you know i was i was able to walk on the uh university at buffalo's football team walk on walk on but the craziest walk thing out. about yeah man it's man that's why i re- I respect walk-ons you know I, obviously baker mayfield is love a lot of hate but i love the guy just because he was a walk-on and like really became the number one pick in the draft so to, to really see that go up is unbelievable and no doubt and I'm all the walk-ons out there man but for me, yeah. So I, you know, I got to go to UB and play there for a year, and you know, I was an offensive tackle, um, and that oh, probably yeah. was the worst possible year to be an offensive tackle at the University of Buffalo because uh, there was a guy by the name of Khalil Mack on the other side of the ball that I had to block every day, or attempt to block every day, I'll say. Um, and you know, so but I learned a lot from him, and it was a fun team to be around because we got to go to the Idaho Potato Bowl. You guys see the uh, the. Um, flag behind me here, you know, got to rub your bulls as oh, always. Knows? And I then like it, I man. appreciate that for real, man. Um And then, yeah, from there, went to St. John Fisher, home of the, you know, Bill's training camp, got to play there for four years, you know, a lot of success there as well. So I'm just thankful to be around the game as much as I am now. You know, I'm not beating my body up though. So that's the cool thing
2: about I it. I like it. Well, listen, first of all, you, you kept that little nugget. I bet, by the way, uh, a, sh- a shout out to my man, the ref uh, hopping on, salute to you salute to everybody tuned in by the way salute to the bing squad you guys know who you are man so uh appreciate you ref my man the ref comes in with another super chest yo did you see shannon and skip saying they wouldn't take the bills to win it all this year uh, this year 10 out of 10 times man skip i like skip i'm a fan of skip but skip says a lot of bullshit i'll tell you right now man are you a fan of skip bayless i'm
1: i'm conflicted because i get it he's entertaining He you know but it's like my turn. it's my turn. Oh god. My turn. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's funny to me too because like I was a fan of of uh you know first take when him and Stephen A were together. So I I've seen Skip since I was a kid, man, and for sure. I just think you know we talked a little bit about clickbait off the air. He he's clickbait in a in a viral or not a viral in a visual, you know, word of mouth sense, for sure. you know. So that's my only thing. I get it. I, I respect this grind, I respect this hustle. But no doubt about it,
2: man. Listen, in this day, in this day and age, man, it's about attracting. Trying to get someone to listen to what you got to say. But when you have their ears, you better say some shit that you know what I mean that's lasting. You know what I'm saying? That kind of you know me stays with them. So it, it is what it is. So we got a fun show for you today, man. We got We got a fun show for you guys. We're gonna talk about the state of the AFC East, how the three teams in the AFC East stack up to the Bills. Um, and if, once you start really breaking these teams down, I wouldn't say breaking them down per se, but once you really start looking at the roster and looking at the makeup of these teams, they've done some really good things this year. They've done some really good things this year and I can't even front. Um, and uh, we'll get, we'll get into all of that. Um, but the one thing that I do want to touch on, uh, right before we start, um, I was listening to the Rich Eisen show and, uh, Rich Eisen is excellent. I'm a big fan of Rich Eisen. Me too. car you don't know that i'm gonna ask you this and i'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit but uh they were talking about uh all 32 franchises and when you think of that franchise who is the player that stands out to you most as the goat of that team no matter who no matter what who is the goat of that team and the bills came up and uh it was interesting because i was thinking to myself there are some really good players i mean elite players on this bills team i'm talking about like overall you can go back all the way to oj simpson forget about the off field stuff we're talking about on the field oj simpson would be the greatest bill of all time so if i were to put you on the spot who is the greatest bill of all time
1: i'm so glad you brought this up too because you know shout out to the guys over at uh fan base sports as well we had a um you know list like the top 100 bills of all time Okay, um, And it was interesting to see how the list panned out. You know, there's a lot of different ways you could go with this, a lot. I mean, in terms of, I think, in terms of, like, most talented Bill of all time, in terms of, like, what his career was and what he meant to the team, I truly do believe O.J. Simpson is the most, you know, talented Bills player. I mean, the rush for 2,000 yards in 14 games, when they knew, right. the, I mean, they, they were putting – they couldn't put twelve in the box, but they were damn near putting twelve in the box. No doubt. You know what I mean. So that that was, and, and OJ really brought a, a national appeal to to the Bills that we hadn't seen it or that hadn't been seen at that point. So I think I do think I do truly believe that. Obviously, his the way his life is carried on after you know Obviously, people it a little bit, hundred percent. Um, but. You know, I think it really comes down to to two guys from there, you know, obviously Bruce and, and Jim. Um, you know, I think personally, though, I got to go Bruce. Um, I mean, 200 sacks, that's unbelievable. You know, number one overall pick. It's like it's, it's like it's like a LeBron effect. You know, obviously, you know, we're not we're not saying Bruce had the national fanfare that LeBron James did, you know, when he was at St. Vincent St. Mary. But the fact that he, you know, was the number one pick. You know, had some ups and downs early, but really lived up to his potential. 20-year career. I mean, just to, I mean, the face of the franchise, the, you know, arguably the best defensive player in the 90s. Um, the thing that held me back with Jim is obviously he's a quarterback. I get it. You yep. always want to heap the praise on the QBs. Yep. But, you know, I, I personally think a lot of those, you know, 90s Bills teams were really – uh, you know those offenses, at least, were really led by Thurman. You know Thurman Thomas was really just man. so many course. good pieces on that
2: team? Like you just named OJ, Bruce, Jim. You went to Thurman. Didn't even say Andre. I mean, right, Cornelius Bennett. I mean, I'm not saying that he is. I mean, he was a big piece. Like a lot of a lot of good guys on that squad. Aaron Schobel. We've had some really good pieces. Now, when we talk about the Bill of all time, I'm going to agree with you. It is Bruce Smith. It so is so. definitely Bruce Smith. I mean, dude, 20, when you look at the gate, 279 games this man has played, 200 sacks, 200. When you can go Halloween and put a whole bunch of tombstones on your front lawn and it's filled with all the QBs that you've sacked, my goodness. You got to give it up. You got to give it up to the Bruce Smith, man. Like, dude, you 20. Like, listen, and that's incredible. Incredible. So and I'm looking at his I'm looking at his his, his stats. Right. And. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking, 15 sacks, 12 sacks, 11 sacks. The double-digit sacks this man's had, 13, 19 sacks in 1990, right? Dude, excuse me, yeah, in 1990, he had 19 sacks. Then he follows it up a couple years after that with 14 sacks. Two years in a row with 14 sacks. Dude, dude is nasty. So he is the ultimate Bill of all time. However, I'm going to play this clip here. And, uh, and then we, we go, because there was something that was said after. That we're okay. gonna talk about. So let me let me try to play this clip a little bit and then we'll see if uh it's just an audio, guys. So okay. hold that thought here. Let me just try to get this volume up. All right, here we go. Got it. So check this out. We're talking about Bills here.
0: Time. Now we're going to go to the Buffalo Bills. This one got to be a little bit tough, and I know Bills Mafia is watching, so I want to make sure I get this to right. Me it's a no-brainer. Uh, you know, like I said, if you were going to compile a Mount Rushmore list of Bills, you have a large group of great players, yes, including O.J. Simpson and Thurman Thomas, Cornelius Bennett, but I think this came down to two players to get this Title and I just broke it down like this, Rich and Chris and Jason. One of the players you could look at and say this guy, without question, is one of the greatest at his position. Yes. The other one, very good, but probably not listed in the top ten. Of You're going his in position. the direction that I'm talking. About. So, with all,
2: it's like you. It's like you listen to the episode because that's exactly what they're saying right now, Kyrie. <laughs> you understand? So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it playing right here.
0: All due respect to the great Jim Kelly, yeah. you got to say the greatest Buffalo Bill of all time is bruce smith bingo i mean uh, one of the most dominant players bingo. in the history uh, of football. you stuck the landings stuck the landing there i think you know bruce dominant and you know when people say Aaron donald is on route on pace to become the greatest defensive player of all time i kind of sit and go a minute. i did awesome. see bruce smith play football yeah he's really excellent
2: yep all right now we're going to cut. Come- so i found that extremely interesting that uh they 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 were talking about the you know, franchises and who, who stands out. And they were talking about the AFC East. I didn't really care who the hell they were talking about. But what was interesting is most times you're going to think about a quarterback. You think about the Jets, you think about a quarterback. You think about Tom Brady with the Patriots. You think about uh, the Miami Dolphins, you think about Dan Reno, Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. And the fact that Bruce Smith uh, stands out uh, with a Hall of Fame quarterback in himself and Jim Kelly is absolutely amazing. So um, I have a question for you afterwards, which is going to be very interesting. So I uh, met mm-hmm. D Raleigh says, Hey, Hey, Rico Kari talking about old nineties bills. Now that NFL teams can wear different color helmets this coming season. You think we'll be seeing the nineties red helmets. I think that's what he's going to say. The nineties unis and the red helmets. Um, The bills are stubborn, man. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to want to do it. They're going to just want to like just chill. But I mean, if the fans are asking for it, I, I would love to see Josh Allen and the whole crew, Steph Diggs, in some '90s uniforms, man. Kind of nostalgic, a little bit. But I also don't want the, that '90s vibe rubbing off too much on this, this new era Bills. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping it a buck right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be really cool to see um, the Bills in the old units. That'd be dope. That would be dope. Uh, so, my man Ky- Kyrie, let me ask you this, man. So we say we agree that Bruce Smith is the GOAT. He is the no Buffalo Bill of all time
1: no question is there a chance Uh
2: oh josh allen i knew it to supplant to to take on the role of goat of all time and what would have to what would he have to do what would he have to uh to accomplish for him to be able to even be in that position
1: man so many thoughts in mind right now um I'm gonna go back to you know one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite full well, franchises. I'll say, one of my favorite sports franchises of all time too. Uh, in terms of movies, Rocky, with um, you know with Adrian, mm-hmm. you know, what did you say to Rock before that big fight against Apollo? Win, win. <laughs> That's all he's. If Josh Allen wins the Super Bowl, I mean, it's gonna be hard for anybody to deny him as, you know, the greatest bill of all time. Obviously longevity numbers that
2: plays a big part,
1: huge part, huge factor in everything. Bruce was in this, you know, in the was in, um in Orchard Park for, you know, I believe it was 15 years. I know he, you know, uh, made a few moves towards the end, you know, played in Washington and everything like that. Uh, so his last four years were in Washington. Yeah. His first 15 were here in Buffalo, but I would say, Josh would have to win. Um, that's the biggest thing, you know, because I, I think he he's he's got he's already on a trajectory that has pushed him o- above well above certain you know bills um, of the past. You gotta think of it like this. No, he didn't end the drought, but he was the first Bills quarterback to win a playoff game, you know, yep. since uh, Jim Kelly. He was you know able to have a you know, MVP runner-up season. He got the Bills to the AFC title game, back-to-back division titles. Yep. All these things are just stacking up, adding up, especially post-drought. you got to also factor that in. Um, I think, because I, yeah. I, I tell people this all the time. You know, I I remember you know, I'm, I was a huge, even when he was in Philly, I was a huge LaShawn McCoy fan, huge. The impact that he had in Buffalo in his, you know, four years, I truly believe he's a wall of famer because, you know, he came here, helped change the culture, all these rushing yards, yep. doing the, doing the, Hey, Hey, you know what I mean? All that. But yeah, you already know. You already know. Oh, I, get it. I
2: get it.
1: You already know. So yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. So yes, one of that, but also factoring into, he helped end the drought. You know, he was a focal piece, focal point in that, you know, I think that alone on top of the production on top of you know you all the
2: respect on tyrod's name don't you say and the job Tyrod was the dude to end the job
1: yes sir <laughs> i I'm saying tyrod walk so josh allen could sprint man hey oh i awesome. like that i like
2: that i like that a lot so to me i need to uh, my, my man cave says yo who's the new cat the new cat <laughs> is my man Kyrie. we' to put some respect on his name my man um so Harvey, you're gonna have to turn that fan out just a tiny bit. Got you. I got tiny you. Bit. So as you do that, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just jump into more specifics, right? For me, it comes down to if Josh Allen is ever to become goat, to be able to take over Bruce Smith, and that's a that's a tall task in itself. Mm-hmm. He not only has to win one Super Bowl. I'm sorry, it's got to be two. He's gonna have to win two Super Bowls for me, right? Um, in order for him to be that guy, because two hundred sacks, a uh, is disgusting. Twenty years of football is nasty. So, nah. two Super Bowls, you gotta at least at least have one MVP under your belt. If you have two great, right? and you got to at least play thirteen or more years,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? And and the way these these things are coming along right now, these players are like, look at Aaron Rodgers right now, look at Tom Brady right now. I uh, mean, uh, Wilson's looking to play at least another five to seven. He wants to play into his 40s. So right now, I mean, it seems to be that's the norm, the way the rules are coming along, protecting the quarterbacks. Maybe we might have Josh for 15 to 20. You just never know these days, right? So if he can do those things, he might be able to supplant and be Buffalo Bill of all time. But that's a tall task because Bruce Smith is is enshrined up there, man. But I figured I'd ask that question. I thought that was super interesting. So what do you guys think? In the chat, as you guys are watching this, who is the Buffalo Bills GOAT? Of all time, the Buffalo Bill, the one person you think of when you look at this team. And is Josh Allen on the, is he on the, uh, is he on the up, right? Is he ascending to be able to put his name, at least in the category, if not take over? I'm very interested in what you guys think. Um, He's hes definitely got the star power. He's definitely got the love from the league and everybody else. And everybody loves this man. And he embraces Buffalo. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, to see. You know, what I'm saying what plans out for us, and if we can win two Super Bowls out of this, man, dude, I'm telling you, it be it be nasty, it would be nasty
1: this for sure. This is um, my go ahead, only man. thing, Rico. Yeah, my only thing. And first of all, your point about Bruce Smith is is tremendous because I tell people this all the time, like, oh man, like people celebrate, you know, oh man, so and so got to a hundred sacks, like that's amazing. You like, still hundred off from Bruce, like that's unbelievable, even like to think about, but. Even more than that, you know what he represented for the community. What he represented for this franchise yes. for four Super Bowl appearances in a row. Like obviously, there, there was a lot of talent on those teams, but that he was he was the cream of that crowd, You know, cream man? of that crowd. Cream of that crop. He, he
2: is to defensive lines what Jerry Rice is to receivers. The amount of yeah. records that man has that just feel untouchable. Yes, that's Bruce Smith. One hundred. So uh, it's uh, it's really dope. Uh, to 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 have that and, and see that uh, come come through. Uh, we're going to go off script. We're going to go off script a little bit. And uh, we're looking at the... And I want your, your thoughts on this because you brought this name up earlier today because you have the, the utmost respect for this player. Number one draft pick. Walk on. Baker Mayfield. The utter disrespect that Baker Mayfield continues to get. Now he's getting a little more love, right? Before it was, oh, what team is he going to play on? He's going to have to... Now it's like, okay, the Panthers are in, potentially, and so are the Seahawks. Well, forget about that at this point. Deshaun Watson, he's probably going to get a year. Um, I mean, it makes sense. If he gets a year, I think he's expecting it. If he doesn't, I know he's in the midst of negotiating, you know what I'm saying, a, a punishment that is, I, I didn't I never heard of that, that you can negotiate your punishment. Uh, but I guess maybe I mean appeal process. I don't know how that works exactly. Yeah. So maybe he gets a year. Let's just say he gets a year. Are you are you are you able to play for the Browns if you're Baker Mayfield? Are you like yo kick rocks? I'm waiting for you guys to trade me. Just cut bait and let's just keep going.
1: Yeah, man. It's like it's you know those scenes in movies where you know it, it's this build up. Um, the main character they've been working alongside the the you know the supporting actor nice. and. The supporting actor lets them down and then they have to go on their own little struggle, figure out, okay, maybe I really do need the main character. They come back crawling to the main character and the main character's like, come on. (laughs) Sorry, fam. And they're like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this to you. And you know, can we get this thing rolling again? So I don't know. I personally just think knowing Baker Mayfield's mentality, his persona, his, attitude his edge the chip he has on his shoulder you know he got to this point because of that but I just his I'll say his pettiness even I don't know if, if it'll if it'll allow him to um you know really uh you know come back around come back into the fold I, I, I think both sides have moved on it really seems that way you know I for and for Baker's perspective I totally get it I mean I why would so the interesting thing to me, I I saw somebody tweet this. Go ahead. There's, the some, there's,
2: some, there's some interesting tweets out there, I'll tell you.
1: To say the least. And shout out mm-hmm. to, um, to, to Q, you know, talking about Baker. I mean, I understand, you know, Baker's not the most popular guy in the league. I totally 100% get it. I understand. He's had ups. He's had downs, to say the least, too. What I will say, though, is this about Baker. Like, the simple fact that the Browns came out and said, oh, we want an adult in the quarterback room, you know, trying to downplay uh, Baker's maturity and everything like that. You say that all to flip, not even necessarily flip him yet, but to, you know, replace him. with a guy who's got 24, 25, 26 cases now impending, you know, he did settle them, some of them, but all these cases that he's got against him, and you want to talk about getting a, having an adult in your quarterback room? Man, the Browns are going to Brown, you know? The Browns,
2: the Browns are gonna brown. I, I will say this though. Uh, my man, uh, Raleigh says, "Yo, listen. Even if Watson gets to play this season, it's proof that the Browns are just cursed. They just can't have a franchise quarterback." Well, I mean, I mean they have one. They, I, I thought they had one in in Baker Mayfield. I thought they liked Baker Mayfield. He mean, he's made them relevant again, right? And they just scarred of him like he he ain't shit. So, um, here comes Watson. I mean, Watson. I think he's an elite quarterback. Once this thing's the dust settles and he can go back to just focusing on football, I think the Browns are going to be a very dangerous team. But until then it's the Browns are with Jacoby Brissett. And I like Jacoby. Jacoby's solid, solid quarterback. Solid. I like that. Solid, solid. quarterback. Um, but like, man, it's a mess. It's a mess out there, man. And that's, that's on management. That's strictly on management. So, uh, but uh, I, I feel for Baker Mayfield, man. You, you put your blood, sweat and tears at this team. You 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 forego your health, you mean your health and safety, and you put your yeah. your body on the line, and then they just do you dirty like that. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, yo, trade me. Do what you got to do. Send me where I got to. I know, I trust my my abilities. So, where you want to send me to the Panthers? I'll beat out Sam Darnold. You know, what I'm right. saying my, my my running mate. You know, what I'm saying back in 18, right? You want to send me to Seattle? All right. Me and my me and my man. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting his name every time I freaking Ooh, says- wow. Yeah, yeah, Drew Locke, me, my man, Drew Locke, we're gonna do it. I mean, buzz and don't forget, they got that third rounder out of Liberty, the quarterback out of Liberty. That's that's there, just chilling, in the th- they got him in the third round, so he's just chilling. So, if you're, if I'm Baker, I, yo, just send me to the Panthers, man, send me to the Panthers, and we'll see how that plays out. But I digress, we'll see, we'll see how that plays out, man. So, um, before we get into the main topic, I want to jump into your topic. You wanted to bring mm-hmm. something, up. Yeah. and I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna give you the floor. And we're going to discuss and we're going to chop into it. So floor is yours, my guy.
1: For sure. You know, and we, we talked a little bit about this before. Yes, know, I sir. was able to, um, for me, it's cool because I, I got to see this a little bit last season. You know, for full disclosure, I worked with the team last year. So to see the team from a, like, up close and personal perspective. Hold on. Cool. Repeat
2: that for me. What did you do?
1: Um, Like, last season, I was working with the team. So to be able to.
2: I got to give you love, man. I got to give you love. If you, if you. Working with the squad, man, I got to give you love, man. So, speak on it. Let the people know what's good, man.
1: For sure. So, you know, it was a great experience, um, you know, being able to – I mean, being at all the home games, being on the field. But that was one of the things for me. You know, I'm a, I, I've am got such a reporter's mind, man. I've got such a journalist's mind. So, to just see these guys out there on the field and just seeing them work, you know, it was great, especially to see the progression. It was a long season, man. 18-week regular season, you know, two playoff games as well. So, it was a long, long season, but – You know, one thing, one question I wanted to pose is, you know, if there is a guy, could you name a guy on either side of the ball that if they were to break out this year, it could really put the Bills over the top? So I've got two guys that I really um, believe, you know, are those guys and really are those the guys that if they step up. You know, tremendous things can happen. So I'm gonna leave it to you. First, we go. Right. I'll let you answer first, so and then we'll I'll go, give you my responses.
2: So we'll go tit for tat, no doubt. So where should I start, offense or defense?
1: You son you. What you? What you think? All right.
2: So um let's go to the offensive side of the ball. Okay. I'm not gonna go with the obvious, right? I know who you're
1: obvious. thinking. I know it's who you're too thinking. It uh, is
2: Josh Allen. If Josh Allen doesn't. We know that. Right. Josh Allen. If Josh Allen has a poo poo year, we go nowhere. Right. All right. Listen. Josh Allen has a fantastic year. We're right on par to where we need, but he needs a supporting cast. Who on this offense is going to get us over the hump? So for me, I'm sitting there looking at this off this this roster. Right? Let me let me me scroll in on myself. I'm looking at this roster, and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I can easily stay Steph Stephon Diggs because he is one guy that's gonna that's gonna help us get over the edge. Uh, I could easily say. know what we just brought in a a slot receiver jameson crowder that'll be an interesting one because he brings a different dynamic than what cole beasley did i can go listen man we got a three-headed monster and we got james cook that's gonna create such huge problems for the defense mismatches so where is it that i stand where can i go well let's let me go with gabe davis all right i'm gonna go with gabriel davis i'll tell you why i'm going with gabriel davis gabriel davis a lot of people want to say, well, it was just one game. Sometimes it does take that one game, right? Four touchdowns. My confidence is at an all-time high. And guess what? I'm bringing that confidence into the offseason. I'm bringing it into mini camp. I'm bringing it into training camp. And I'm bringing it to week one. So I know Stefan Diggs is going to gain and garner a lot of attention. Nobody's really paying attention to me right now. I have underrated speed. I have great catch radius. I, I can can catch balls contested. I will I will be that second receiver that gets us over that hump. That now you're gonna have I'm gonna open things up for everybody else. You're gonna have to go and pay attention to Jameson Crowder. You're gonna have to pay attention to James Cook, right? OJ Howard. So to me, uh, and Dawson Knox, to me is Gabriel Davis is gonna be that person that gets us over the edge. I we just haven't had that number two. Another A number two complimentary receiver next to a number one. We officially have a number one. Now we have a great number two, and we're only ascending, and he's only getting more confident, and he's going into his third year, and we all know what happens in third year, man. They skyrocket. They boom. So give me Gabriel Davis to take us over the edge on the offensive side of the ball.
1: What say you, sir? I thought that was the name you were going to say. And (laughs) I'm really glad that you said him because the sky's the limit for this man. Um, You know, talking about my time last season, us staff members, you know, that weren't necessarily on the football side, Mm -hmm. all of us, all season, pounding the table. We We love Emmanuel Sanders. We loved Cole Beasley for what he brought. Thank you, good serves, both of you. But... Gabe Davis, as as the old saying goes, he's got that dog in him, man. Mm-hmm. He's got that dog. And he's a he's a a mismatch nightmare. As a number two receiver, you got to think about that. You know, he's not getting double coverage. He he's he's drawing attention away from Diggs. He makes things easier for him and for Knox and all the guys. So sky's the limit for him. If he falls out this year. You know, the Bills really could reach the potential that everybody sees in them.
2: But you don't you don't agree. You have somebody else on your mind.
1: There's another name I had in mind.
2: Talk and about it.
1: I'm going to speak on it a little bit. You know, a little bit about my football career and mm-hmm. you know position I played. You know, I was an offensive tackle and I will always, always vouch for the, the guys, the big uglies in the trenches. Always. There was a, a, a young man who came into the Bills organization last year who had all the, all these, all these physical traits, you know, six, eight, I mean, but extremely athletic for, for his size. But the one thing I always say this about, about offensive lines, you know, you've got to have your smart guy, you know, normally that's your center, you know, normally your center is your guy who holds it down, quarterback of the line, whatever. Left tackle generally is your leader, you know, and that's what Dion's become. He he's, He's had a presence ever since he got to got to the Bills. You know, we already know what he's about to do. We already know that. Yes, sir. But that right tackle, Spencer Brown, mm. he's the one thing I think every offensive line needs. Again, we talk about having dogs. He's truly a dog on the, on the offensive line. Um, I think the mentality, the physicality, um, the after the whistle stuff, all of that. Like, I truly believe if he gets, to, if he reaches the level that he can, especially in year two, because he had some ups, he had some downs. You know, he had a really, really good season in terms of run blocking. You know, he left some things to be desired in the pass blocking game. But as he grew, as the season went along, he progressed. And that's the thing. You know, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Um, and I think he's a guy that, again, we talk about guys on the ascent. You know, he's truly on the ascent. And if he can become. One of the best right tackles in football, which I think he can, man.
2: Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm on board with that. I like, I like where you come because it gives a, a tenacity, a nastiness in the run, and it gives you the second year player next to a veteran player in Saffold. Because I talked about this last week, so I'm glad you brought him up. I talked about last week making and breaking, and I talked more about Roger Saffold. If he's the Pro bowler, motivated Roger Saffold, we're in good company. If he's the often injured, uh, older 34-year-old, but, you know, even playing like a 37, 38-year-old, we might be in trouble because it may hinder the likes of Spencer Brown. So, but I do love the fact that you brought up Spencer Brown. So you you, you went off the cuff. You gave love to your hoggies. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Who
1: was, who
2: was your runner-up?
1: On offensive side of the ball, It definitely was Gabe um, because I think Gabe, you know, just because naturally the progression, you know, we see him go from being, he was essentially the fourth receiver the last, well, his rookie year. And then last year, quasi three, but we were again, pounding the table for him to be the two. But I think also another guy that really was um, in the running for me was Dawson Knox, because we've seen it. The the progression has just been endless. I mean, I t- and you know I'm glad you mentioned you asked me this because I wanted to add about Dawson specifically, man. Okay. People, people, I love you know how critical some people get. Oh man, why are we drafting this guy? He had 15 catches in college. He didn't have a touchdown. Right. Do, do you guys know where Dawson Knox played college at? Ole Miss. You, I know you know Rico. All right. Yeah. Oh Miss. Uh huh. Do we Do we know what receivers? He was happen to be playing oh, with. He,
2: him. he had some. He had some dogs out there. Three receivers. People Ooh. want to just talk about the two. Right. Uh, I can't remember the yeah, the third guy, but I mean, he, I don't think he's in the league right now, or he just he got undrafted or whatever the case is. But AJ yeah. Brown and DK Metcalf.
1: Exactly. Right. I, I know. Demarcus Lodge was the third guy. Marcus Lodge was the third. Thank you very much. He was, yes. he was tough. He was tough. Absolutely. I, mind you, Dawson Knox, high school quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he had to transition. He's grown. He's progressed. So to think that that man is at the level he's at today, think about where he's going to be at next year, and the year after, and the year after that. He's going to just keep climbing. So he's another oh, one. But we've seen him ascend to a level already. He could just hit the next peak. But that's why I wanted to go with Spencer Brown.
2: I like that. No, listen. Great job. Great job. Great job. So Thank we're going to switch. We're going to go flip it. Flip it to the defense side of the ball. Okay. I'm going to let you begin. So okay. the 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 mic is on you. So. Your defensive player that you feel is going to – is that's what's going to take us over the edge. It's going to mm-hmm. give us that edge. Who is that? Who do you got?
1: No doubt. So, now this one, I've waffled on this one a little bit. Yeah, because I feel like the Bills defense – the Bills, obviously, the last handful of years, ever since Coach McDermott got, got to Buffalo, um, the, the emphasis has been, okay, the Bills are going to have a stout defense. You know, they, they've got talent all the way around. Um, But the one – unit that struggled has been the defensive line obviously the addition of von miller has been you know something that everybody's looking forward to of course daquan jones coming in jordan phillips coming back Shaq lawson coming back no the depth is real to say the least now we could easily very easily go greg rousseau on this and i honestly came in thinking i was going to go greg rousseau okay but I truly think Boogie Basham is probably the guy because, oh, you as was much awesome. as Greg Rousseau, you know, if he t- hits that next level, like man, the Bills' defense could really take flight. But I think just knowing that, hey, Boogie Basham, he had first-round talent. He fell to the second round. Why was that? You know, the, there were some habit things that you know people questioned and. That was a part of why he wasn't in the rotation as much last year. And that was, you know, stuff that's gone on record and things of that nature. I do believe that Rousseau, he's a a talented enough player today and, you know, a refined enough player today that even if he doesn't progress from where he did last season, his floor is high enough where he's going to have an impact. But if Boogie Basham is able to get – To that next level, if he's able to, you know, even just because I've heard reports of, you know, he's looking slimmer, looking cut, lost some weight, lost some weight. You know, he's focused in, he's locked in. Yeah, you know, hey, when 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 those when those extra when those when there's less seats in the in the room, you know, and there there's guys being added at your position, that that makes you know you notice. It really makes you take notice. And I think the thing with Boogie too is I love Rousseau. He's great talent. I think Boogie is unique in the fact that he could play inside, he could play outside, Dad, head up, de-tackle, nose, whatever the case is. So his versatility, if he's able to reach his peak, whew, things, so, special things could happen.
2: I'm going to push back on you, sir. I'm going to push back on you because you can't tell me that Boogie ba- – and I and I like the fact that you have Boogie Basham because I would mm-hmm. love to see more of Boogie Basham because anytime mm-hmm. he did get on the field last year, he was productive. So, more of him on the field can only mean success, can only mean good things. However, we've loaded this defensive front. Greg Rousseau is most likely going to be, you mean the starting right, I mean the right end or left end, whatever decides to do, opposite of Von Miller, Mm -hmm. right? I know we rotate a lot, but then how are you going to justify him making he's the one that breaks us open when he's just a rotational depth piece? He's not—he's not defensive one. He's probably defensive two, maybe three. So, answer me that: How you feel that he's going to make us jump over the edge? I'm putting pressure on your ass, so you better explain yourself.
1: Grease is hot right now. The grease is hot. Let's go, man. I love it, man. So, no, I—I the—the reason why I'm going with Boogie is—is is because of that. Is because it is a deep rotation. He's going to be on the field. We can't deny that. Right now, what guy are we going to see when he gets on the field? That's the thing, because if he if he's the guy that we saw last season, you know, hey, you know what? Another rotational piece is what it is. If he's the guy that they took, you know, in the second round that, hey, you know, he's got first round talent. Hey, if he had came out last year, he would have been a first round pick. All these things. Right. If if they if they get the guy that, you know, uh, reaches the level that he's supposed to reach. They're not going to be saying, "Oh man, Boogie, you know, rotational guy." They're going to be like, "Man, we got to find more ways to get Boogie on the field." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think, I think you got to also factor in too. You know, just knowing that obviously Vaughn is going to have a tremendous role um, as a leader. You know, really teaching the guys the ropes. Um, He—it's he, crazy to think he went from being from being um, Demarcus Ware's mentee to now being the mentor here in Buffalo. Right. You got to also think for sure. 33. Mm -hmm. not going to take that many. He's going to take snaps. Of course, he's going to have a ton of snaps, but you want to rest those legs for, for the the playoff run. That that's most important. So when he's off the field, who's going to be on the field? Is that Epinesa? Is it boogie? One of those guys is going to have to step up and I could see it being boogie um, just from the way things have progressed so far. So, I'm gonna boomerang that one back to you,-huh, uh and ask you who who you got for the uh, defensive player that could well, I'll
2: that tell was. you, man. So before I jump into, that, I'm gonna jump into my guy Scott Blakely, uh, coming in and saying, uh, Boogie's had boogie has had limited chances. and I agree he could come on uh, with more time. Uh, he spot. definitely will. um see, we we have a we have a team that's loaded with defensive pieces. We have a team that um I feel that, You look left, you look right, you look behind you like there's someone that is a a, like that could take over a game. Right. Um, And I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a big I'm a big proponent of game changers, game changing guys, uh, guys that can take your team to the next level and. I play a lot of fantasy football. I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a dynasty. I'm a, I'm gonna try to get into dynasty. And if you haven't gotten into dynasty, you see that segment I just switched it up. And I'm about to show you guys. If you guys are not jumping in on fantasy and jumping in a dynasty where you become the GM, you do all the things that you need to do to win that big prize money. Jump on it. Let me show you a little something. Don't let me talk about it. Listen to this.
0: You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. Unlike the other fantasy football platforms, Dynasty Owner uses real NFL salaries and salary cap, bench scoring, clutch scoring systems, and a variety of other options to make Dynasty Owner unlike any other fantasy football experience you've ever had. Do you have what it takes to be the best Dynasty Owner in the league? Download the Dynasty Owner app on the App Store or Google Play today to find out.
2: Just like that, we're back. I had to come in and, and drop that for those that are interested in Dynasty. Y'all need to jump on that Dynasty. And if you guys don't have any leagues, listen, hit me up. Hit my man, man, Pierre up. He'll hook you guys up. He'll send you where you need to go. That's where you got to be. Now, my man, Kyrie, put me on the spot. You see how I transition there, in and out? That's how you got to do it sometimes, man. No, so no. my man put me on the spot. He says, what defensive piece on this squad is going to take us over the edge? To me, it's simple. There's only one name that stands out to me trey white trey white is the piece that it takes us over the edge yes we were a number one defense yes we had some struggles you know saying early on a little bit but then we found our footing levi wallace held it down Dave jackson held it down jordan poyer Micah hyde held it down and we remained the number one defense but it i can't help but wonder if trey white were healthy how many how they, maybe we are the number one seed Maybe we are hosting in Buffalo. right? So Trey White coming back is such an integral piece because not only is he, he's a physical player, right? He will match up with your number one receiver. Mm-hmm. But his intelligence is intangibles, is everything to me, right? You have two intelligent young men in the back and Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier. Imagine having, you know what I'm saying, Trey White next to them, right? So now when Trey White comes back with a rookie, Kyrie Elam, and Kyrie Elam seems to be a student of the game, this defense is going to be fun. But to me, I feel that Trey White is what takes us over the edge defensively. Because if you can shut down one side of the field, mm-hmm. Von Miller's talk is rushing from the opposite side. Yo, it's going to discombobulate the quarterback. He doesn't know where to go. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this plays out. Now, I love uh, the fact that you chose, uh, you're saying, Boogie Basham. I love it. I, I'm actually interested because AJ Epinesa was one that was like, hmm, is AJ Epinesa ever going to take that leap? I can't see it i don't I, I just can't see it we just, we just got too much depth so that i'm looking at the linebacking crew i can easily say you know what whoever steps up at the linebacker crew that's what's going to make it happen because tr- tremaine edmonds i almost went with tremaine edmonds that's the name i almost went with mm-hmm. tremaine edmonds because you think i think he needs to have a tremendous year um but with trey white coming back with von miller uh you mean manning the one side and the additions of of tim settle and daquan jones in the middle that's going to shore up that defense uh, this defense is gonna be freaking scary i can understand why you know I mean the afc east is loading up loading up to take us down which brings us into a perfect segue into the next topic by the way great topic by the way i love that you, you put, put us on the spot so uh when we're i'm gonna recap it my man Kyrie Kyrie says it's gonna be my man boogie Basham on the defensive side that brings us over the edge and on the offensive side is gonna be spencer brown he stayed in the trenches the trenches is the theme for him. For me, I stayed on the outside. I went wide receiver Gabe Davis, and I went cornerback Tredavious White. I'm looking forward to it. I think I think both answers are excellent, and it's just a matter of time before these guys put everything together and Leslie Frazier leads these guys and gets in that damn Super Bowl because that's what we need. That's what we need. So we're going to jump into the state of the AFCs. Are you ready, sir? Oh, hun- I'm we're ready. Talking- ready? Let's talk about born ready, baby. Let's go. So, we have, we have the 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 AFC East. They, if you want to win your division, you gotta you gotta prepare for your division. You've got to you got to build your team for your division in order for you to at least have the the ticket punched to go to the dance. That's just the way it is. That's just there's no ways about it. That's just what it is, right? Um, before I continue, by the way, do me a favor, everybody. If you guys are tuned in for the very first time, and you're wondering who the heck we are. My name is Rico. My man, Kyrie's next to me. You know what I'm saying? And representing the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the Rico Report. Smash that like. If you haven't smashed a like, do that for me. It's not going to hit you back. Smash that. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. What are you waiting for? Don't just browse and see if you can find the Rico Report. Man, hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. And it's it sounds like this if you hit it. If you hit it, it might sound like that. I don't know what kind of stuff you got there, but... Bang that bell so you know when your boy is live. Let's go. So, back to the- <laughs> let's go. So, the state of the AFC East, we're gonna start. What team you want to start off with?
1: Oh man, I'll, I'll. How about we do this? I will let's start with the team that I believe you probably believe this as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can agree on this. The second best team in the division. Oh, I personally believe. It's the miami dolphins oh i
2: like the fact that you went to the miami dolphins you know what let's go to the miami dolphins so let's talk about the additions of the miami dolphins first and foremost that I made mean, the miami dolphins when you look at that roster right it's a it's a damn good roster we can't even hate i mean i've got a lot of miami friends i got my man my one of my very good friends kevin he comes on and he's a big dolphins fan and yeah. uh I should I should have brought his his ass up here? He's probably listening right now, you never know. But uh, and I got some 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 content creator friends uh that are dolphins fans that uh that do that. Uh I got my man T D um that's doing his thing over Miami. Anyway, they've got a really good roster, right? I'm just gonna run through a, a few additions that they made. Uh, they brought in Chase Edmonds as RB, underrated RB, in my opinion, a very good RB. In Raheem Mostert. I absolutely love Raheem Mostert. I was actually targeting him uh, as a free agent to come to Buffalo because I think his speed is undeniable. The problem is he's been injured often. So we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, So Teddy Bridgewater, Cedric Wilson, uh, they brought in Connor Williams, guard, Tyreek Hill. They made a trade for Tyreek Hill. Uh, They re-signed Gusecki, right? Um, They re-signed Emmanuel Ogba. They they signed Melvin freaking Ingram. Taron Armstead, fam. This team is is loaded. They came and weren't playing games, and they have a new head coach in McDaniels. So uh talk about it. I mean, I've I've made I've, I've talked about the I mean I didn't even talk about uh Wilkins on the defensive front. They got uh God Devin Godshaw, uh they got Phillips on the squad. Fam, like this team is solid. So talk to me. Uh I mean,
1: man,
2: I <laughs> mean you, squad,
1: didn't, man. you didn't even mention their secondary which is thank you the best in football like that i think they got the best corner tandem and you know x-man Xavier howard yep and um and with byron jones mm-hmm. uh two number one corners you know and, and you know what
2: i gotta give a shout out to canadian the safety uh and javon i think oh, what's his how J- thank you solid safety so listen Speak on it, man. I'm gonna let you keep going because this is t- this squad Javon Holland, thank you. And then they yeah. got Brandon Jones. So it's a good squad, and the Bills squad. fans are gonna sit here and hate on the dolphins. I mean, we all talk our shit because we sweep them every year, and it's, it's lovely to talk about it, but they're not playing games this year, they're trying to steal a game or maybe two.
0: They're so, trying to,
2: yeah. Kyrie, talk to me, man. Are you how are they going to match up against the Bills? And that's this is the question. How are they going to match up against the Bills, and where is our advantage over these Dolphins?
1: For sure, I think um, you know. Just talking about this roster, like I personally think this is a top ten roster in football. I I can't I can't even argue that. Like the names you just name rolled off, like all of those guys are ballers. They really are. Yeah. The, the biggest thing is, you know, they gotta they've gotta see you know what what you know. Their guy under center is going to do, you know. I know we we wow. we talk about it all the time. Quarterback is king in football and all the sports, but you know, I it's 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 a topic you you can't just dance around, you know. And and I want to go a couple different ways with this because personally, I I think I get it. Like the Tua hate is it, it's, it's it's understandable, you know. I think it's it's similar to Mitchell Trubisky where. You know, you obviously have Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson in his draft class. You know, Tua was in a class with Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, and the Dolphins picked the wrong guy. They did. They
0: certainly
1: we, did. We can, we can all say that. Absolutely. With, with certainty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they have to, they've made this bed, they have to lay in it. And I think what they've done is great because you put pieces around Tua. He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be Josh Allen. He doesn't have to be you know, Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, but what he can be is a distributor, you know, we saw him do that at Alabama. We saw, you know, what he did with rugs and Judy and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, obviously, um, before, you know, so he, he's been, he's shown that he can, you know, produce when he's got guys around him. Um, I think you know, also to the fact that they they'll have a, a, a you know an offense that's built around the running game. Um, they'll have an offense built around the running game. They're gonna have a good defense. All they need Tua to do is play smart, play clean. Play smart. Matching up against the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I think the toughest thing with that is, you know, I think the the Bills they've done a great job with it this offseason in terms of improving speed. Clearly that was, you know, something lacking in the uh divisional round against Kansas City and playing them in the conference title game in 2020 as well. So you know, I think the Bills have made it a concerted effort to add more speed. You add James Cook, you add um, you know, Jameson Crowder, you add Kyre Eam. So those are things that the the that you know Brandon Bean and Coach McDermott and the staff has recognized. And kudos to them for recognizing that. Yes. I think the biggest thing in terms of matching up against the dolphins is just being able to try to limit that speed, but also to just, I think with Josh, like he's shown to have such a, I don't know what it is, man. Even dating back to his rookie year, you know, Josh Allen all-star superstar quarterback, one of the best in the game. I think he's the best in the game. You know, whether it's Mahomes, Rogers, Allen, Herbert, any of those guys, whatever. Personally, I think it's Allen. But when I was, I was
2: number one quarterback for you,
1: right now I would right now, say, okay. in terms of, oh, and that even, well, they,
2: even over Pat Mahomes, that Pat Mahomes has his number.
1: I, I'll say this: if if the roles were switched, if Patrick Mahomes was here in Buffalo, and Josh Allen was over in KC, would, would we be saying that? Oh man, you know Patrick Mahomes, he's definitely the best quarterback in football. I don't know. I'll tell you this, Bills
2: fans, you know Bills fans, stop the cap. Bills fans, whoever's on their squad, they're the best ever, right? I even saw something that told me that uh, I was reading Twitter and I heard Devin Singletary is a top 10 running back. I said, oh,
1: we went down the wormhole with that one. Bills fans for
2: you, fam. Top 10 quarterback, top 10 running back. I said, whoa, I ain't yeah. even touching that. I, might, just, I like Devin Singletary, don't get me wrong. I like him. but no, I'm sorry. Okay. I can't, I can't both, have that, but <laughs> what's the man the man. I'm with you. Um, so when it comes to, to matching up, I mean, you made some fantastic points. Uh, but it really, and like you said, it really starts with Tua. Um, I, I'm i not a Tua defender. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to sit here and say Tua's trash and Tua's this. Because when Tua started off, man, there wasn't a whole lot of good things happening with Tua. And he took that mediocre team to 8-2. and two, You hear me? At one point. And he had these guys surging. Feel me, and he just had—he just, I mean, he was a nice player at Alabama. right? Had a huge injury with his hip. I don't right. know if you guys yeah. have ever had a freaking hip injury. It ain't—it ain't cool. I've never had a hip injury, but I've seen some people that have had some bad hip injuries, or you see some people with, like, man, my hip, and I can't quite. My man had his hip crushed. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, and sometimes it takes time. So maybe he might be fully healthy, and right. fully healthy Tua with weapons around him. Yep, could be a dangerous Tua now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Let me let me back it up a little bit because we still got they still got a mat they still got to come to Buffalo and 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 go against our dogs. But they gave him protection because I'll tell you this one thing: if ever, we're gonna keep it real, name me a lineman that were on, that was on the freaking Dolphins last year that you could say Tua could trust him and stuff. No, they went and made a concerted effort in bringing in linemen to protect. They brought in Armstead. They brought in. Connor Williams, right? They brought in Greg Little. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at their line right now, right? Uh, Eichenberg, they they drafted, what, I think, last year. Yeah, so, like, so. They've, got, they've got some, they've got some guys on the squad that's gonna really help this team out. So um, they're they're gonna match up much better than they did with us in years past. Yes. I think they got a new head coach, a new breathing, a new breath of fresh air. They don't have Flores anymore, and Flores was just a very good coach, but when you have two offensive coordinators, you know what I'm saying, two cooks in the kitchen, it just doesn't, I can't see how you're going to have success doing that. So mm-hmm. one cook in the kitchen, McDaniels is going to be doing his thing, so uh, they're going to be a very balanced team. I'm going to see a lot, of, a lot of run, and you're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of passing, short passing, so we're going to have to be on our, our P's and Q's, and you know what I'm saying, respect the speed that's on that. Cedric Wilson can run, Giseki can play. Like, they have one of the better receiving, receiving crews in the league. If you think yeah. about it, so yeah. we gotta give we gotta give the Dolphins their props, but at the end of the day, it starts with what you said with Tua. And if we can rattle Tua, all that other stuff means nothing. Now, defensive side of the ball, I mean, bringing bringing Xavier, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, it really hasn't really done much for us. When you're playing man to man, your back is going to be to the quarterback. Yeah. So guess what? If you don't have the discipline, Josh Allen's going to run for eighty on you guys. Right. 80 yards that game. So you're going to have to have more discipline. Maybe you're going to have to play more zone. Maybe this is when we you know, we do our thing. Pick your poison. Josh right. Allen is just that good. But exactly. they got a good defense on the side of the ball. So um, I got to I got to give it to them, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see how the Dolphins shake this out. Uh, I think they're better than they were last year. They're going to push us. But I think we're just more. I think we made just as big a move that they did. You guys, I mean, you you heard it. You Remember that uh, that dude that was catching babies out of the building, yeah. and he said he wanted to throw shade at an Aguilar, um, and and I think at one point it was another. uh it was, it was, it was, I'm bringing this up because it was in Philly, and I guess somebody was trying to get robbed, and dude took out his gun. He's like, "Yo, you got a gun? I got a gun too. You want to clap? I'm gonna clap back too." So, right. guess what? You guys made some moves, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson. Guess what? We made some moves too, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So right. we got Paul Miller, we brought Tim Settle in, we got Daquan Jones. So y'all can try to run the ball if you want, but we're gonna stuff that middle. I mean, I didn't even mention Shaq Lawson and the additions that we made. Kyrie Elam on the squad. So Jordan Poirier, Mike and I coming back. The squad is loaded. Yeah. The squad is loaded. So we're gonna see how your know, Miami Dolphins fare, but I think they'll they'll play a lot closer to us than in years past. But I think the Bills have the edge, and I, I just don't think we spanked them the way we spanked them last year. Is gonna be a good game, yeah. two good games, but. I think we, we come out with that. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Do they you think they steal one from us or do we we beat
1: them twice? I think for for Miami's perspective, they have to look at like, hey, we got to split with, with Buffalo. Got to. That's, that's got their, to that's gotta be in their mind Um, because they can't they can't assume that they're going to sweep. They, they can't do that. But they they are talented enough to think, hey, we got to at least get one. You know, so I think it's fair. It really is fair. Um. You know the 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 Dolphins' additions make for you know an already loaded AFC in for general. Sure. Just makes it that much tougher. Um Absolutely. And and I I hate to be that guy. Be that guy. I'm gonna be that guy. Be that guy. There's <laughs> when you have two comparable rosters, you know, loaded at just about every position. Both rosters, the Bills and the Dolphins. You got to go with the roster that has the better quarterback than the day. There you go. And.
2: Let me add to that. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the roster that's got the better coaching. And when you got veteran coaches in Leslie Frazier, continuity veteran at veteran coach in Sean McDermott, I'll take my veteran coaches, you know what I'm saying, over the new head coach that's coming in, right? Mm-hmm. New, new to the position, new to the team, new to the city, yep. you know, what I'm saying, new to the roster. Yep. So I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my coach and my quarterback over yours. And that should that should end the conversation right there. You know what I'm saying? But if anybody's going to split, you know what I'm saying? The Dolphins have to split. They, if they want any chance of, of, you know what I'm saying, tasting postseason, you got to split with the Bills. You don't split with the Bills, you're, you're in trouble. You're in yeah. trouble. So yeah. uh, you pick the Dolphins. I'm going to go to the next squad. Okay, and it's my, my favorite team right now in the AFC East. And that's the New England Patriots. Ooh. The New England Patriots, man, I'm looking at their roster and I'm just not impressed. I'm not impressed. I don't know what the Dolphins. I mean, excuse me. I don't know what the Patriots are doing. It's just, it, it's 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 troubling. Who's your offensive coordinator? Vacant. We don't know. We're gonna give it to this guy. We're gonna give it to Joe Judge a little bit, a little bit of Matt Patricia. Like, what is that? You're gonna give it to a guy that went to the Dolphins. They they were they went with Matt Patricia and had some quality coaches and you went with my Patricia that didn't even last five years in in freaking in Detroit like cut it out defensive coach my gosh like what are you put with <laughs> coach running the freaking offense you're gonna run the ball okay if you if you play ball any defensive coach you know what I'm saying they they predicate themselves I've had and I've played ball for a while too and yeah. if defense is all about stopping the run and and, and running the ball right yes. look at yeah. Rex Ryan I'll prime example rex ryan defensive minded coach comes in and we had one of the best run games in football two years running
0: running. because
2: it was a focus on the run game so belichick what are you gonna run the ball all day i'm sorry man this is a passing league and you're gonna have to have guns and mac jones macaroni jones is cool and all i'm saying i like him you know saying macaroni and cheese but you can't you're not gonna be able to i mean you're a craft you're a, a box of craft dinner macaroni jones and you got premium pasta at an italian restaurant with josh allen you feel me just not the same it's just not the same so let me run through what the do- the the patriots have done i mean it's not a whole lot but we're gonna talk about it um so obviously bill belichick is coming back he's trying to redeem himself i don't know how he's gonna do it uh they got no offensive coordinator um steve belichick and jared mayo i'm saying jared mayo am i saying, am I saying that right because yeah, Jared mayo. <laughs> Gerard, did I say Gerard Mail? The, the yeah. former linebacker. Mm-hmm. It, it's making me remind me of the, the actor. And I don't want to say the actor because it's just oh, similar. But yeah. uh, Jerry Mail, as they're going to be co defensive coordinators. Um, uh, they got Mac Jones that's going to go into his second year. He had a pretty good rookie year. I'm not going to lie. He had a pretty damn good rookie year. Uh, they built their O line a little better, but they got rid of Sha- Shaq Mason. So what are you doing getting rid of your best lineman? You know I'm saying um you got a you got a two-back system, so don't really have a big back. Uh they brought in Pierre Strong. I like Pierre Strong, he's a good rookie running back out of South Dakota. Um, defense should still somewhat be solid with Judon coming back, Ronnie Perkins going into his next year. He didn't really do anything last year. Um, not a whole lot, man. Devontae Parker, they added Devontae Parker from the Dolphins, big body. He gives Trey White problems because he's a bigger receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they brought some, they drafted Taekwond Thornton. Some speed. Um, but other than that, man, Johnu Smith, Hunter, you know what I'm saying? Uh Hunter Henry. Um, I mean, they brought in Jabril Peppers, they got Kyle Duggar, they got Devon Gotchow. Fam, like, what is, are you scared of the, the Patriots this year? Oh
1: man. I'm gonna make a hot take. Oh shit, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. Because I don't know if you've been on the show, but when hot takes are are about to be about to be coming on and, and it, you say it with your chest.
1: I'm a, say it with your chest, my man. I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna pull his muffin cap back, blue. <laughs> Let's go. 100. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I really think the Patriots have the worst roster in the AFC East. Not even like I wish I was joking about that, but. Just looking at the additions the Jets made, I know we haven't gotten to them yet. We'll, we'll touch on them in a little bit. But obviously where the Bills are being Super Bowl favorites, you know, Miami, we just discussed all the ballers they have. And, you know, we'll, like I said, we'll mention the Jets shortly, but I don't know. This This Patriots roster is uninspiring. And the one thing, it's, it's one thing to have, you know, a roster that may not be as talented because we've seen that in New England. You know, they've done that before. You know, Tom Brady's made chicken, you know. Salad out of chicken, you know what? But at the same time, that was when Josh McDaniels was, you know, OC. That was when, you know, Brian Flores and other names were, you know, on the defensive staff. Now we got defense, former defensive coordinators trying, attempting to, aiming to, aspiring to become offensive coordinators. And we Mm -hmm. don't even, it's, we go, what day is it? What's the What's today's date? Today we're the twenty fourth of June. Twenty fourth of June. Training camp starts in roughly one month, mm-hmm. correct? Correct. And we still don't know who's gonna call plays for the for the New England Patriots. It's a mess. It's a mess. I yeah yeah I wow. I will I will I I am speechless. I'm just gonna leave it to you on this. Uh, I got you. Listen, talk on this Well,
2: and here he is. We we talked about the we talked about the roster that they they're going to be fielding. I'm sure, you know I mean, there's going to be some cuts here and there. I mean, like, like there always is. They're probably going to revamp the team a little bit. But really, this is where we are. The Patriots are the Patriots, man, and, and how the mighty have fallen, right? And that's what it comes down to. The Patriots were the cream of the crop franchise. And I'm not saying they're a poo-poo franchise. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're well-run. You're a well well-run organization. You have freaking Super Bowls after super bowls you y'all got that it's a it's a what have you done for me lately type of league and right now the 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 patriots are not ascending you know i'm saying they're they're gonna be and i'm and i'm with you they're gonna be last in the afc east that's my that's my projection for them last in the afc East because i i really truly believe that the other two teams definitely improved they definitely improved and at the end of the day what it comes down to is can your quarterback bail your team out is he good enough to bail your team out is mac jones good enough to bail his team out if you know what I'm saying and can you go you know what i'm seeing firepower for firepower i'm looking at the opposite side of the ball devontae parker is nice you know what I'm saying nelson aguilar is okay hey i, I respect him
0: kendrick um, I
2: mean, tyquan thornton okay rookie we're gonna find out you got john new smith and hunter henry you're just gonna be the same squad and if you yeah. had a, an offensive coordinator like I don't know, let's just say Sean Payton, for instance, at least yeah. I can say, "Whoa, they got someone back there that can kind of create some things." Who you got? Nobody, man. So whatever the Patriots are are thinking or whatever they're drawing on the board, wipe that shit down. Start all over because it ain't working. It ain't working. Kyrie in my line, man.
1: Burn it all down, please. Burn it down. all down. I'm
2: just saying. Please, you you. Me?
1: So oh my goodness.
2: then the follow question becomes this. How do they match up versus the Bills?
1: Yeah, they really.
2: Let's be nice. nice. I'm gonna switch it. Give them. Let's let's flip it and give them something positive. I where is it that they can have the advantage over the Bills? That's the best way I can try to make it make it somewhat for nice for them.
1: For sure, I always try to look at it as like how how if they were to beat them, how would that go? How would it look? Right. I would say. The best thing is they they still have one of the strongest running games in football. They do, mm-hmm. you know. You got Damian Harris. People forget, man. Damian Harris had 15 touchdowns last year. Like that's know, really? no, yeah, 15
2: touchdowns. No Are you talking? while you keep doing that? I'm looking that up.
1: Damian Harris had 15 touchdowns, and you still have Ramondre Stevenson, who had a lot of big moments last year. And you know he's going to only be coming into his own as a second year back end. You know, Pierre Strong has been getting a lot of headlines throughout um, mini camp, OTAs, and things like like that. So, you know, they will be able to rely on those guys. Um, and defensively, they will still. He had 15 touchdowns last year. 15, dude. Touch...
2: He had That's... 929 yards. He was shy of thousand yards with 15 touchdowns.
1: 15 touchdowns. People... Fantasy
2: alert! 100%. Y'all better, y'all better pick up David Harris. Golly. Yeah. By the way, uh, Billy Williams. Put some respect on ketchup chips because if you have not had Lay's Canadian ketchup chips, you trip it because I guarantee you, I get you a bag, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. But anyway, that's another conversation for another day.
1: Those ketchup chips are fire. I will not. I've had them before as a kid. It's been a long time since I've had them. Oh, they don't know. I I cannot defend the ketchup (laughs) popsicle I saw this week. I cannot defend that. Ketchup popsicle.
2: Now, see, that's too much.
1: That's too much. That's what I'm saying, that's too what? Much.
2: Kind of, you know what else is too much it's yeah. kind of like i saw something on 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 twitter i don't know if it's it, excuse me it was on instagram i yeah. was scrolling through and some parent was like i can't get my kids to eat raisins uh, excuse me i can't get my kids to eat grapes and they just don't like it and they love mac and cheese so what i decided to do was put both of them together so this woman took a damn casserole through cheese and i don't know how people make their 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 mac and cheese i don't condone this they took a block of cheese they put it right in the middle of the casserole they put dry noodles around it they poured some milk in there they put some shredded cheese and then this lady threw in freaking grapes in there and threw it in the oven this is the way i'm gonna get my kids to eat no they're gonna say no more mac and cheese ever i'm done no grapes no mac and cheese mom thanks a lot mom Oh my uh, I digress. I'm sorry, I had to I had to get that off my chest because we talked about food and I'm a I'm a food guy. I love my food. I'm sure you oh. love your food as well. We boy, we love to eat. And yes. that mess, I don't condone that mess. Mm-hmm. Grapes, mac and cheese. And you, oh. you you made a homemade mac and cheese? And you you post that online, girl? You better stop.
0: Anyway. Man,
1: I no, I'm and, a foodie. I'm a foodie, also. You know, yo, I messed at arrest
2: her. Yo, arrest her and throw her under the jail. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Throw that woman under the jail. I this
1: is Shame on you.
2: Shame oh on gosh. you. It's Fan like her
1: the, It's like the uh, the the beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes oh video. It's like she threw everything into the pot at that point. Oh. Like Karen, stay home. We ain't <laughs> doing that. We ain't doing that, Karen.
2: All right. So <laughs> my bad. I I, I got I, I digress. But anyway, I so love
0: it. I love what it. you
2: pretty much what you're saying is is they their strength is going to be their run game.
1: 100 percent and def- right. defensively they'll still be a solid defensive group you know when you still have i mean arguably the greatest defensive coach of all time is right. still on that side Is still running that franchise um I, we're in such a weird point though with the patriots like you know i i do understand that you know bill is still there you know he he's got some of his guys back around you know christian barmer i think is a good player on the defensive line um, you mentioned Judon. Yeah, Christian um, Barmore. Ooh, good yeah. call.
2: I that up. I love Christian Barmore's game.
1: Baller, sure. he baller. To exactly. say really so, they've got they've got some pieces defensively, but you know you lose J C Jackson. Yeah. Um, you know they they they've got they 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 I don't know this. They brought back Devin McCourty and old right. Devin McCourty. Yeah. Yeah. They brought Malcolm Butler. Yeah, see, 2018. It's not 2018
2: <laughs> thank you very much it's not 2018 why are we going back back in time i'm looking i'm like I, I pulled up their their uh their roster right so i'm looking at it yeah. they got taekwon taekwon thornton nelson aguilar um they they, they brought back matthew slater they got yeah. devante parker they got kendrick bourne kendrick bourne was a decent player for them last year right um, they got both tight ends right? They got J- Jacoby Myers. I don't even think he got a touchdown last year. He, they, they kept that man out of the end zone. Oh, Shame that. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and really, I mean, Trent Brown, and this is the thing. This is the notes that I, I took for these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they got Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn. Here's the crazy part, which I don't get. So Trent Brown naturally is a left tackle, um, and I believe he's a left tackle. And they're now switching him and Isaiah Wynn, Isaiah Wynn is now going to go left tackle, and Trent Brown's going to go right tackle. Why? Why? You went, you're, you're, you're switching over someone that that naturally plays a position. You're just going to switch it up just like that. And they asked him, yo, how do you feel about that? He's like, listen, man, football's football. I mean, you ever you ever if you're right-handed and they ask you to start writing with your left, you're not going to be good at it at first. But if you take some practice, you're going to get better. His response to me, I'm reading between the line, what the fuck are y'all doing with me, man? You know
0: right. I'm, saying, I'm right-handed.
2: Stop making me right like I'm, I'm sloppy and you're gonna make me go out there and, and go up against von miller you know what i'm saying and and greg rousseau and and phillips from the dolphins and Drane i didn't even get into, come on man like gee, like i don't know what's going on with them these guys but uh it's like it's like bill belichick is, is purposely doing that to robert Kraft. he's like you screwed me i wanted jimmy garoppolo you made me hold on to tom brady and this is what you're gonna give me fine i don't know what's going on over there but uh yeah. but i'm we're trying to be nice we're trying to be nice for the Patriots, so for me, if I'm going to be nice to the Patriots, um, I'm looking at their defense side of the ball, and one thing that they they do well is, I mean, not well. They didn't do well last year. Is defending the run. They do pretty decent in defending the run with Matt Judon yeah. and stuff. But last year they ranked 22nd in rush yards against, and they rash they they ranked 25th in yards per carry. So mm-hmm. there is an ability for for us to to gash and run all over them. I'm sure they're going to shore that up with Devin Godchild and Christian Barmore. Now I asked how are they going to win against us or how are they going to do something? They're going to need the same type of weather conditions they had last year. <laughs> if you want to beat the bills, you better pray for wind, sleet, hail, snow, rain, hurricane. I mean, tornado. You better ask for all of that. That's mm-hmm. the only way you go. I think you're going to, you're going to steal a game in Buffalo. It's not going to happen. What happened in the playoffs is probably what's going to happen two games in the regular season. I'm sorry, Patriots. This is going to be the year um, that you do not make the playoffs. Yeah. You're done. I just, you're done. Uh. that's the way I look at it. I'm trying, I was trying to be nice, but I mean, at the end of the day, I can't, it's just what it is, man. And if, if you're a Patriots fan watching this, I feel for you guys. I really do. Yeah. You, you're, you, you're going to be, you need a couple more years. You have a quarterback. I got to give it to Mac Jones. Mac Jones looks like he, he is the part. Right. You just got to build around him. You got to <laughs> build around him. And that's just what it's going to come down to so that's the Patriots. What do you project the Patriots? How many games do you, you project they win?
1: See, this is the thing. Like, I, I don't think they're go- they're not going to be, be This is the problem. This is the problem. When you've been spoiled with the greatest modern franchise or the greatest modern dynasty of yeah. sports. And, I mean, that's the – you can count the Spurs. You can count the Warriors now. You can count – the Boston Red Sox. I'm not counting kind of the Warriors as a damn dynasty.
2: F that. We'll go on. Proceed. Proceed, sir. That's a <laughs> look at your face.
1: <laughs> that, that's that's the Toronto Raptors fan coming out right there.
2: I, I'm 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 a Laker guy. I'm a Laker no guy. Doubt. So, so no we go talk about that another time. But go ahead. Go ahead. No doubt. But, you're right. the, but the, the just just
1: think about. I mean, six championships from 2001 to 2018. Like it's insane. You know, it's insane. And they and they you know missed the playoffs one time that in that span. It was. The year Brady got hurt and they still won 11 games with Matt Castle. So like they they obviously the Patriots fans have been spoiled rotten. The problem with this year's team is like you know they've got a lot of good they got a lot of you know I, I love actually Kyle Duggar he's a good name I forgot to mention he he's Kyle gonna Duggar. be a
2: superstar. He never
1: he didn't, have a, he didn't have a
2: great year last year but he can play
1: yeah he could play um you know I think uh you know Jalen Mills Super Bowl champion Jonathan Jones, really good player as well. You know, De- uh, Dietrich Wise, and you know all these names. We, we mentioned yep. Hunter Henry and John R. Smith, but like, all these names. Solid, a lot of good. You know, I think the the Patriots will be a, a nine and eight. You know, I think they could, at the very most, win ten games. But I could, I I think they will oh, win. That's, high. that's that, high, man. It, it is high, but this is high. this is the thing. When you have a coach with the pedigree of Bill Belichick. His team is never gonna be. I mean, think about it, the year that you know that Cam Newton was well, the yeah, the full season that Cam Newton was there in 2020, that was about as bad as it could have gotten, and they still won seven games. You know, as bare as that roster was, all the opt outs they had, right?
2: That's fair. That's but, fair. But you can't tell me that they're gonna be last in the division and give them eight, nine, ten wins. Ah, that's it's just not gonna happen.
1: See, this is this is the problem. Ah. Uh. I do think that they are the least talented roster. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if, if the fourth team we're going to talk about is ready in terms of being able to supplant them yet. Ah. So that's that's where it, like what I was saying about it being a hot take, you know, I do think it, it I do think they have the least talented roster, but I mean they still have Bill. You Bill know.
2: And you can't deny Bill. Bill can't is a genius. Bill. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. Answer this question for me. I think uh, Tyrone Hall comes in and says, yo, I think you're wrong, Rico. Bill Belichick has a quarterback, and and that's a dangerous thing for this division. He has a quarterback, yes, but that quarterback is not Tom Brady. If you were to tell me he's got a quarterback and it's Tom Brady, so be be careful, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Now, if you were to go and bring me over to... I'm trying to think of a team that has a very good quarterback, but the 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 rest of the offense is just mm, not sure. But they have a quarterback.
1: Um, Who would you probably, give me? Probably. I mean, you could argue like a like a uh, like a Green Bay, where they don't have a okay. ton of weapons okay. out wide. Hold on, hold
2: on. We'll go Jaguars. Okay, right? Jaguars. They have a quarterback. We know Sunshine can play. But we don't know, but we don't know about the roster. But at least you can say, oh, I think I got something in in trevor lawrence you know right. what I'm saying you know say big time quarterback and i'm putting pieces around him so i can kind of trust that i don't know if i can say that about you know what I'm saying that team the, the yeah. patriots i don't know i just don't know and especially in the division that they're in yes yeah it's too tough for me it's too tough for me uh, they might
1: have the second best quarterback in the division like right now as we speak but i don't think he's so much further ahead of the other quarterbacks that he elevates his team so much further ahead of those teams so i i totally understand what you're where you're coming from
2: i like that uh my man your boy letter says yo rico did i miss any re-signings with the pats um they they signed this um i mean really i don't know who they re-signed like big re-signings
1: um i think he's asking if cam re-signed
2: oh cam excuse me miss did i miss any I thought. why did i read that Ah, uh, Cam did not resign with the Pats. Uh, I highly listen. Cam said that he regrets um, going to the Patriots. It just was too quick, too fast. It just was the fit wasn't there, uh, and I agree with him. When he went to the Patriots, I was like, I hate the Patriots for him. Yeah. I would have went somewhere else, but not the Patriots. Just it wasn't it. And Cam was okay the first few. Once that COVID hit him,
1: it's different it wasn't play the same after
2: that. Wasn't the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then then he then they really and really and truly they wanted Mac Jones to be the guy. But they needed a, a, a formidable quarterback enough that they can say, okay, Mac, you're going to be competing against Cam. Cam is, you know what I'm saying? Some say he could be a future Hall of Famer. I don't think so personally. Um, but it, it's a thought. It's a thought. First ballot, definitely not, but it's a thought. But anyway, long story short, it's just it's Mac Jones was the guy from the start. That was a bad, bad move by Cam. You go into the Patriots. Nah, it's not like, it's not for you, man. It's like a flashy flamboyant player going to Utah Jazz. It ain't free, fam. That's not it's not for you. Going to going to going, it's like a flashy, a flashy player going to play for Popovich in San Antonio.
1: No. You know what's funny? I'm I'm I was literally gonna say it would have been it would have been like if Tim Duncan went to the Lakers.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just it's just uh, yeah. you know what I mean Tim Duncan's great, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he would have had success, but it just would have been a weird fit. Yeah, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna last last team, we're gonna talk about, and that is the good old New Jersey Jets.
1: J E T S,
2: uh huh. So we're going mm-hmm. to New Jersey Jets. I'm gonna let you start off with New Jersey, okay? What do you, what, how
1: you want to start it off? You talk to so me. you know, again, like I said, and you I'm talking to gonna...
2: pull up their roster and then we'll go into it.
1: I just made a hot take about the Patriots roster. Yep. being worse in the division so i obviously feel as though that the jets roster is you know more more talented because when you think about some of these names when you consider the fact that you know now that they've got they obviously just drafted garrett wilson you know when you think about elijah moore uh you've got Corey davis um braxton barrios is a solid slot receiver very good yep you talk about the return of makai becton um, Elijah Varick Tucker from SC, you know, had a great rookie year. Absolutely. You know, Laken Tomlinson coming over yep. from San Fran. Um, I mean, even Max M- M- Mitchell, uh, you know, fourth round yeah, pick. George but Fad. don't
2: forget George Fad too, right? From exactly.
1: Seattle. Exactly. Yep. You know, so more depth there. Um, some young guys to build around. The tight end room. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's the best in football, but this tight end room is deep as hell. You got C.J. Room? So you got C.J. Uzama coming over from, from the Bengals. So, you know, coming off a Super Bowl run, had yep. a breakout 2021 campaign. Absolutely. They draft Jeremy Rucker from Ohio State. Um, I'm a big Ohio State fan. So, you Rucker's know, legit. numbers aren't huge, but yep. brings a lot of value as a do-it-all. Yep. Can fly, good receiver, solid athlete, just does a little bit of everything. Yep. But then. I think one of the most underrated signings in all of football this this past offseason was uh, Tyler Conklin, um, the tight end from Minnesota. Uh Very underrated. Very, very, very underrated. I'm going to read you off his stats um, from from 2021 because he was a guy that, you know, he was playing in Minnesota. Obviously, Minnesota wasn't, you know, some some, um, you know, they weren't claiming a lot of headlines or anything like that in 2021. But, you know, mind you. This is him playing in an offense that, you know, has Justin Jefferson, has Adam Thielen, yep. running rock with Dalvin Cook. Even Madison is a, you know, good back himself. You know, he finished with 61 receptions for 593 yards. Three touchdowns, so that's not a huge number. But, I mean, really solid security blanket for, for Kirk Cousins last year. So who's to say he can't do the same for Zach Wilson? But for sure. just looking at the defense now, too, and we know Sal is a great defensive mind. Yep. he's got some dogs now that he can really help groom. He's got I, I'm not going to say dogs. He's got some pups now. He's got some young guys. He's, <laughs> he's got, got some young pups. Exactly. Exactly. He's got some young guys that I think are really just going to he's going to be able to groom. You know, obviously, Quentin Williams has been there for a couple years now. So he's really emerging into one of the, you know, more dominant, not dominant, but one of the stronger t- uh, defensive tackles in football. Yeah. Carl Lawson's returning now. Um, yes, he is all of last season. So He's huge a man, huge, huge deal there. I mentioned him earlier. Jermaine Johnson, you know the first rounder from Florida State. I, I'm not gonna lie, Rico. I'm scared about Jermaine Johnson. I Yo, really.
2: Jermaine Johnson, in that senior, in that senior bowl when I was watching the Jermaine Jermaine Johnson show, I was like, Yo, who is this guy? And the fact that the Jets went up back in to grab him, I was like, okay, the Jets ain't playing games. And then the second round, they went back up to grab my guy, Breeze Hall. Right. I said, okay, these motherfuckers, I mean, I don't want to cuss today, but these dudes, they're not playing no games this year. I was like, shoot. Okay, Jets. I see you, Jets. So I'm with you. Everything you're saying right now, I'm with you, man.
1: And I, I'm glad you mentioned Brees Hall. I, I didn't even. I mean, man, I just completely missed the missed the boat on that. Like Brees Hall, you paired Brees Hall up with Michael Carter, like, Dude. That's, Dude.
0: and that's- a
2: solid old line altogether. Right. And see, and here's the thing, and I, I I'm gonna jump in. Mm-hmm. The Jets remind me. The Jets remind me, um, of just a, a a lesser version of the Dolphins. Because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is, what's Zach Wilson about? Yeah, What's he about? What are you doing? He's talented. He's got arm talent. That's for damn sure. sure. And he's got the weapons around him. I mean, look, if you look at his receiving room, you got Elijah Moore. You've got Denzel Mims. You've got Corey Davis. They got Garrett Wilson they just brought in. Braxton Bears. I mean, we talked about that. That's a good team, man. They're loaded. They're loading up on that squad. And we got to talk about it, man, because like we can't just say, oh, it's the Jets and they're there. Yes, they haven't won in forever. They've got the worst record. You know what's funny? The Jets and the Giants, the last, I think, five years or the last yeah. 10 years, yeah. have the they're the two bottom teams. Yes, the bottom teams. Yes, in the league in terms of wins and losses. So yes. history is not looking good for them right now. At least recent history. Mm-hmm. So they they know better, they knew what they had to do, and uh. The GM did a hell of a job in um in putting things together for the squad. Yeah. Robert Staley is a good defensive mind. They brought in the offensive quarter Matt floor is gonna be taking yeah. over. So yo, this Jets team, I'm not sleeping on the Jets.
1: Mm-mm. In no way. We in no way
2: am I sleeping on the Jets.
1: You can't. They got. I mean, Sauce Gardner. We didn't even talk about. Dude, him. we
2: didn't even get into Sauce Gardner.
1: Didn't even get into Sauce Gardner. Didn't even get Pointer. I mean, they got some. They got some talent. This and I love the. I love the point you made about they're just a lesser version of the Dolphins. I think they are. They really are. Like in terms of the way they're gonna play. They're yep. going to be defensive line. They're going to run the ball. They're going they're going to try to get the ball out of Wilson's hands, right? Mm-hmm. They, I think the team is like it's a younger, you know, up and coming version of what the Dolphins are now because the Dolphins are more ready to win today. But the the scariest thing about all of that, all of that, is like you said, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is a more physically gifted quarterback than yes, Tua Tagovailoa, one hundred percent. Tua I, and and I am you know I know we're, we're going back. A little bit with this and you know, i'm so glad you brought up the thing about Tua's hip because people act like him returning and even playing football you know on any level is yeah. you know oh man this guy sucks like dude literally couldn't walk in the fall of 2019 after he broke his hip like let's people
2: forget let's... about that they forget about that man like right. put your fandom aside yes and, and this is this is i i don't like homers i'm not a mm-hmm. big fan of homers mm-hmm. and you've got to i mean You've got to put your 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 love for your team aside and just look at it for real and just say okay, okay, let me just unbiased and look at it for what it is. And you're right. Like if he's fully healed and he's not even thinking about that hip anymore, because the the mind will play tricks on you. you think yeah, your doctor tells you you're good, but you're in your mind, you knew the pain you went through when you got your hips crushed. Yeah, and I ain't trying to have that no more. So that the way that guy tackled me in the angle. When yeah. I'm running in this, this is exactly how it happened. I'm, I'm thinking about it. So if he's in the mind of not thinking of the way he got hit and crushed, it's a different ball game. I did not want to go back on Tua, but yeah. it makes all the difference. So with Wilson, Wilson is a physically gifted, like you said. And uh, if he gets more comfortable going into the second year, sophomore year, and he's got the weapons around him, because that's exactly what we did for Josh Allen. Josh Allen's yeah. rookie year, we had Robert Foster as his number one freaking receiver. We had Biscuit Benjamin. As another receiver for him. We had Zay Jones. Yes. You know I mean, I'm not pooing on Zay Jones, but Zay Jones wasn't great for us. I mean, you it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. Yeah. We got the man in the second round for crying out loud. Do something, right? right? Mean? And we just, we had freaking nobody around him, man, like to really help him. So what do we do? we bring in Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie got the ball rolling. The following year, John Brown, Cole Beasley. Right. We started bringing quick guys that can get separation and then we yes. put weapons around Josh Allen and Josh right. Allen is ascended. Now, everyone thinks they could duplicate what we've done for Josh Allen. Just put weapons around the guy. They'll do great. Well, you don't have a Josh Allen. You feel right. me? So right. Zach Wilson, what is he going to do with the weapons that they put around? Him? So we're right. about to find out right. uh, this. This AFC East man, they used to say it was one of the worst divisions because Tom Brady just ran that thing. He but did. Now it's a different ballgame now. It's A different ball game, so th- these jets uh are are gonna be fun to watch. I mean, you you mentioned Carl Lawson, Quinn Williams, um, is still there. You got Jermaine Johnson, you got Hams and Nero's De- Dean, uh from the Florida State from a year before. Mm-hmm. CJ Mosley, we didn't even talk about CJ Mosley. Exactly. So, fam, yeah. this is gonna be something, man. And they brought in um who was it? They brought in Jordan Whitehead, yeah, a solid player from Tampa. So Literally. dude this is this is gonna be fun man this year is gonna be fun so we gotta be on listen we gotta one i know it's cliche and coach always says it guys we only want to take one game at a time it literally is gonna be one game at a time yeah we can't look ahead of anybody on this on on this roster we can't look anybody in this league it's one game at a time so we we're gonna see man but i ain't sleeping on this jets man these jets i'm not sleeping on the dolphins the the patriots are the patriots they're saying bill belichick is always going to give them a chance yes. um but like i'm with you though i think they're going to be last in the division they'll be last in the division, and that's just what it's going to be man yeah. so that i mean shoot man that's the AFC East, man i still think we win this division um do we sweep the division that's the question what are your thoughts
1: sweeping the division that's got to be the goal for the bill i think for if sure. any team that can even think like that it is the bills um because they have that talent they've got the you know the, the see this is what is like probably the scariest and like why there's such a uh a, a national groundswell for the bills you know when you when you've got the type of talent that josh allen is at quarterback when you've got the continuity in the coaching staff even with guys like Dayball leaving that's fine you promote ken dorsey yeah you know you, you the fact that you know Josh's rookie deal hasn't necessarily, or his uh, new deal hasn't necessarily kicked in yet either. So you still got extra money to play with. You can bring in Avon Von Miller. You can bring in Jameson Crowder. All these names. It makes sense why um, there there is such a you know a national following now for the Bills. But the, they're the only team in the division that can even think that way. I do think that I I, I will say I do think Miami will get one. Um, they're a talented a team. Yeah. They're a talented team. They really are. And and the, the toughest thing is this. Like, the Bills, as, as talented, this, I mean, I think, I don't even know. It's, it's probably not even, I mean, it could be considered a hot take, but I, this is a soft take, I'll say. Soft
2: take? All right. Just yeah. Love it up there. The,
1: the, the Bills, this Bills roster could be arguably the most talented that the, the team has had in history, but it may not even reflect in record because the AFC is probably as deep as we've ever seen it. So yes, you're right, you right about what that. I mean?
2: Yep. It's a, that's, a, that's a fair take. This AFC is deep. I mean, we're, some Jim Graham was like, Yo, Rico, stop with the BS, man. The East is ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nobody, look, hey, nobody's East saying can that that's yeah, the East can still be ours. We we may not sweep if we're being right. real. Like every team is gunning for you. It's yeah. a different ball game when you're on the top and trying to stay on top. Yeah, because everybody's trying to knock you down off your peg, so mm-hmm. we may have to, you know, what I'm saying, give up a game. You know, what I'm saying, I hope it's just one. I hope it's none, obviously, but we may have a game that we give up, maybe two. Sure, yeah. I ain't trying to give up three. I'm not trying to go three and three in that division. That's for damn no. sure, because this AFC is too damn tough. So we've yeah. got to take care of our division. So that's the main thing that that we got to focus on. But yeah. uh but yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough one, man. So um. We talk about all the time getting predictions for the game. I ain't trying to get into predictions. We talk about all the time. I just want to win this division and go yeah. to the freaking Super Bowl, and that's yeah. it. And I I want to get your take on this before we get out of here because yeah. um we talk about it. I talk. I mean, I I've, I've been mentioning it the last couple of weeks, and we're talking about uh we're in a it's a lose lose situation for Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah, and it by that I mean it's a lose lose situation because let's just say we have such a great year right it's a win right but then when we go to the Super Bowl here's where the loss comes in we're gonna they're gonna start you know in, uh, radio row that's gonna be all about four like back in the 90s we lost four years in a row and how are you guys gonna this and how are you guys gonna that right so we go to the Super Bowl that's number one that's where we are it's like, oh, we're talking about this again and if we lose in the Super Bowl then we're talking about, yo, five times in the Super Bowl you guys lost. You guys are 0-5. You yeah. know how they ripped LeBron for not being like Jordan going 6-0 in the finals? And they ripped LeBron? Yo, they're going to rip the Bills if we are fortunate enough to go to the to the Super Bowl and then we lose. It's not good enough to just go there and say, whoo, we made it to the Super Bowl like the Bengals last year. At least we made it to the Super Bowl. Nobody expected it. Right? right? They can pull that. We can't. We're expected to go to the Super Bowl. Right, right. We're expected to go seventeen to zero if you if you want to watch what Vegas is doing. So, a lot of pressure on the Bills, man. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on the Bills, but you know what I'm saying? Let's put some positive vibes in this bitch. Yeah. Hopefully, we can you know what I mean St- yeah exactly stomp out all the the uh, the the hoopla, and if we can put that aside and go in and get that one, that can just erase all the nonsense, and we can start building. Yes. Start building and going from there, man. That's it. Uh, that's all I wanted to jump in. Man. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, this was a fantastic show. I'm glad my man Kari sat in here with me for an hour and a half. I don't think you expected to be on this long, but hey, we did it, and it doesn't even feel that way. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. For real. So uh let the people know what pieces you have coming forward, what you're gonna be mm-hmm. doing in the in the uh in this long off season, and uh and let them know where they can catch you and what articles are coming up.
1: Yeah, first and foremost. So if you guys see on the screen, that's my at name, at Riri underscore Demos. Um, you know, Twitter, Instagram as well. You know, you can find me on Facebook as well, Kyrie Demos. Um, yeah, I honestly, you know, this this offseason time, it, it's it's very intriguing. Um, because got a lot of different things. Um, to be honest, I can't even speak on some of the things because there are some things that are gonna be Announced, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks that I'm still figuring out, but um, a couple different places that I'm interviewing with, um, you know, and, and some places that I'm involved with now that I may be expanding my role with. Um, but, you know, all I know is that, you know, I will definitely be putting out some more pieces about um, the team. I've been doing um, a reading the rooms um, little little section. You know, like And to the one thing I'm going to be working on next is about the receiving core. Uh, nice. y'all will be the best in the league so but yeah oh, i i appreciate you rico and man, oh, the, man the content that rico puts out um and you guys are here for a reason obviously um so it's just been an honor and a privilege to be on with you and listen I, man i'm excited man uh, we got way you. more
2: down the pipeline my guys so uh so stay tuned uh it's always what it is man it's the off season folks you guys know what it is so uh, just a reminder folks so uh i'm going on vacay next week so i won't be on uh until the middle of July so my man Rev is gonna be holding it down my man z gonna be holding it down and uh, I'm gonna make sure that they encourage to jump in and get these writers on like my man Kari Kyrie and uh we're gonna try to make it happen for y'all man so uh appreciate all the love and support that you guys have been giving the Buffalo Fanatics is love man you'll go out and check out the uh the website listen it's very simple man support bf.com Everything. Is there uh, for your liking, for your entertainment, and uh, we go from there. But before you get out of here, smash that like if you guys enjoyed the show. Throw the mics up, like my like my man Namdi. I see you, Namdi, Namdi throwing up the mics up. So um, your boy's gonna be traveling, man. I'm gonna be going back to Ontario uh, to see fam. I haven't seen my grandmother in a long time. It's been a minute. That's my old lady, man. So uh, I gotta show off the little man. I just got a little man not too long ago. So you guys already know my story. So that's what it is, man. Yo. So keep supporting BF um it's the off season man it's gonna be tough so while I'm over there in Ontario I'm gonna try to jump on with my mobile and try to jump on the shows with the fellas so we're still gonna try to give you some good content man so I appreciate you Kyrie for coming through look out for reading the rooms with my man Kyrie he's gonna be doing the receiver room next I'm looking forward to it and uh that's it for us man so ladies and gentlemen you guys already know my spiel man be good to one another doesn't take much I'm saying there's a lot of nonsense going on in this world man so Be positive, man. Show some love to everybody. And uh, at all times, man, go Bills. So until next time, it's me and my man Kyrie. It's the Buffalo Fanatics at the Rico Report. And we are gone. You guys have yourself a fantastic evening. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.